week, we decided to watch Raising Arizona. Listen to this show. Yeah. Well, that's great news. No, that's no, you think it is. No, this is good news. No, it's not because the email. He called me up. He said I came to like someone who was not very experienced in watching movies, and I'm confused with the movie Jaws specifically. After this episode, I oh was, my god, was dumb. He said I'm an idiot. I don't know what he's talking about. He said that I should read comic books to jerk off in these candies. Oh my god. The points I was bringing about Jaws, he said, who cares about the financials? These are the classics. You should be ashamed he of yourself. He had beef with the financials? He said that we, we already, he, he kept talking. This is one of the best ideas that this podcast or any other has ever come up with. I know. He, he is calling us, our credentials into question saying that we're uh, gray cats who go to the movie theater looking wow. for a fight instead of a good time. Joyless cats. Yeah. And I just want to say thanks for two to the clown. I hope you listen to this episode because my points are going to be to the point and they're going to be accurate to any movie reviewer and I love you guys. Well, you know, this is <laughs> this is who I lay on my sword for, right? Like, <laughs> I, I go out, I do these things Right, I risk my life, right, and and this is the thing. Oh yeah, he brought up the cat. He said this is the thing. He said you're kind of moron that you do this thing. He's like, I don't do it. And uh, to be honest, I didn't take that much from him. He said I think that he's a good kind of a moron. Why are you just now mentioning this? You should have opened the book. Well, he had a friend that likes to uh, said about me. Who cares about you? He said I was this stupid. About me. He said I was stupid. He called me a mom. I'm a philosophy major. Oh, well. <laughs> okay. Thanks for kids 69. Go listen. You're retarded. You know, I'm going to be honest. I'm just thrilled that we're all listening. I'm just really happy about this. I really thought no one was watching. I thought it was maybe no, you maybe a select members of your family and my family. And and I thought that was it. So this is just fantastic news. Let me know what I'm listening. Do not keep reveling in this. But let me finish the email. But he says if you go into a movie just to nitpick the logic, you have a small dick and you're still the draw. Well, you know what? Um stop emailing. I'm I'm gonna hire someone to find out who this kid is, and uh, I'm going to sue him. Sue him? Yeah. 
for defamation, for slander, uh, for a f act of physical aggression towards me, mm -hmm. uh, and you making threats, um, I'm going to press charges. Good. I mean, it's a f I, I, this, I know that it's hard to do considering that he is the one verified listener that we have. We might lose this case. We might lose but we have or to, you know, we have to do the right thing. And we're, we're very logical people and a logical mm -hmm. thing to do in this particular instance is to press charges. Absolutely. Um, I think that we've covered it. His probation stop was three years. It could go to seven years. But I feel like I don't want to use this time to explain about how I'm not worth it as a friend. He's not worth our time. Let's talk about raising Raising Arizona. Arizona. This movie was spectacular in some parts, woeful in others. One thing I actually liked about this film was that it really showed how failed our rehabilitation process is in this country. That is a great point. Wouldn't you agree? I agree completely. Um, These criminals are freed, and then what do they go and do? They just go right back to committing crimes again. Nicholas Cage gets arrested three times in the first ten minutes. Right. Yeah, that's right off the bat. That's what I like. I right off the bat. So many times that he falls in love with the cop at the prison. Yep. I mean, that's how bad it got. Mm -hmm. I think it was very realistic. I many, I don't know any criminals. I've never been to a police station, but I can imagine they're nice. Yeah. And I like it. The sets look so real. Look really real. That police yeah. station looks legend. I think it maybe it was a real police station. It could have been. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, so yeah, that I had, I, I was happy to see that they started it off that way. It's like a real look into New York State, a real look into our our prison system, right? It's mm -hmm. flawed, but and that's what they're showing. But similar to Jaws, it don't start off in the right way. It's a clear story and you got that in there for sure. True. And specifically. I'm talking about his car scene in this. His car scene in this movie is hilarious. What, Hyde? No, that's the wrong one. Uh, what was Eddie? Was that that girl's name? Ed? Yeah. That's not a girl's that's name. That's my mom and dad's name. That's not a girl's name. Those are my parents' names. Right. Yeah. I lost sleep over that. I couldn't believe that the Coen brothers. These are, these are real people's names. I've never met. Anybody you can meet my parents. Well, you know what? Your parents did not go to Mount University and have a philosophy degree, and everybody was named either Kevin, Sarah, or Michael. Well, that's your bubble. In my bubble, there's no such thing. In my yeah. bubble, there's no such thing. Big names? They're big names. Uh, I gotta say that one thing I did think was highly illogical about this film was a cop marrying a killer. A cop marrying a killer, yeah. Seeing that. I just can't pull through it. No. I can't pull, you know, this isn't a Shakespeare novel, right? No. This is, uh, this is just simply, uh, someone who breaks the law consistently and someone who abides by it and enforces it. Mm -hmm. And so those two things don't go together at all. Uh, he went over way too easily. Yeah. Said five words to her. 
right? Somebody who's going to beat up her abusive boyfriend, uh, yeah, right? Yeah. And then that was it. And then that's all it took. I mean, this is still a good promo. I will give the creators of this movie that. But Better. not that good. Plus, you can see he's throwing him out of the way. He was throwing him out for getting arrested, for robbing people. And then she was just bitter about it. She married him, unrealistically. And then, when they're together, he goes back to his old ways, because the rich girl he's with, and he's going to go to get her out. Yeah. And, yeah. She goes back to his old ways, and then she gets upset. But, as, as she should. But she should be getting upset at herself for making such a mistake to trust this man who's the main criminal. I mean, the it's clear that the rehabilitation process has not been has not been working in the first two minutes of this film. So this is poor judgment on her part. I hope she uses better judgment with her tax dollars and police officers use that same kind of judgment too. Because uh, it's poor judgment. So let's let's talk about what are the odds of quintuplets being born? The odds against giving birth to twins. Are 80 to 1. Against triplets, it's 6,400 to 1. Against quadruplets, it's 504,000 to 1. And against quintuplets, which was what was in the movie, it was 40,950,000 to 1. Now tell me, what are the odds that Nathan Oldham himself, the man of the time, the father of the time, has a 40.9 million percent chance mm-hmm. of having quintuplets and he does it? And for all instance, Karen Douglas told Kendra Strickland, because they're buds from all on the Yeah, they're buds. Yeah. This is the first time they have seen Bella. Um, and they said they won the only one scene of his, mm-hmm. and they got the same reaction. They really messed it up. They blew it. They, they, they blew it. They blew it. They, uh, they, they picked something so unrealistic that I almost fell out of my bed while I was watching this movie. I felt the same way watching this movie the same way I was like watching Jurassic Park. I just couldn't get it out of my mind that like space is so far from my world, the real world, mm-hmm. that like I couldn't comprehend what they were doing to us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they said this could have gone anywhere and they found some really bad issues with it. Right. Like five, five kids? kids? Five kids? That's too many. I, I, I really it. couldn't concentrate the rest of the movie. No, I was so sad. Every time the kids showed up, I, I was like, oh, what's happening? I like once screamed at the TV, they don't even know what his name is. Yeah. Like, I was screaming. Me too. You know? My roommate actually said, shut up. And I said, I'm in here. Check this out. And I showed him the movie. And he was like, yeah, I'm trying to go to sleep. And he left. But still, yeah. I could tell oh, in yeah. his eyes that. I remember. You said he screamed at him. Yeah, the next day he was like, oh, I'm doing this like every time I watch one of these movies for stupid podcasts. And I was like, I'm not being stupid. And second of all, um, did you see how many wrongs there are? And I was losing my thoughts. And he just left. He got it. Well, you know, that's his, his privilege of character, I suppose. Yeah. Not even his privilege. They just left. So, let's, let's obviously get to the... I, I'm sure you agree that it's insane that a cop would want to steal a baby. I get that there's some sadness that you can't have a kid, but to make the leap to steal someone's name and consequences as a police officer. Doing that under, without tax dollars, 
Like you're wearing the bag. The bag actually came with the bag. Oh really? Yeah. In what way? I could see it more tasteless. I mean, it's not really tasteless. You know, being a fat guy, I like to I like slim baggies. And I could see wearing it for as long as one one bikini and being bland. You think they're still baggies? I think they do still baggies. Wow. Wow. That's a pretty big accusation to get to three points. Um, I'm looking into it. I can't reveal everything I have in the world. You're looking into it? How? I can't, I can't reveal much <laughs> yet. You're like getting into freelance journalism now, or are you doing documents? Or Let's just say I've been through Starshop and I've gotten a nice couple items. Really are you doing Vice work. now? Are you working for Vice? I probably things I find about preliminary research will make you question what I'm researching. Alex, what what are you doing? I am doing what the city needs to be done. I found a cop with the original bag and I've been rented a van leave my aunt's credit card and she lives in Sleeping outside. Wait, we just lost a lot of listeners. Thanks a lot. Dude, talk to shit. Don't get me started. Talk to shit again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let you listen. No, your mom. We just lost her now, too. No, I'm going to implicate a bunch of people now. Um, I was sleeping in the van, and in the morning, Officer Rodriguez left without a kid. And I got killed. Officer, so what was here to begin with? Was Officer Rodriguez? Rodriguez. Rodriguez? Rodriguez. Rodriguez. It's a giant double R. Okay. Rodriguez leaves the house without a kid, owes $500. Now, his attorney is $2,100 with two kids in custody. And we go into the house, and I'm not seeing him. What? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are you releasing this information on your podcast? Because I can't And how can we be sure that this is true? Well, do you have photographic evidence? Let me address your first question before I get to that little more. Because you know you can't just say something and say that it happened and people take it for face value. I know. You have to present evidence. I should have gotten me in trouble before. That's why I lost my camera. You know, I, I gotta say, this is a little out of character for you, because uh, I feel like the past two episodes, you've always been the one setting rules, right? Right. And so I, I'm, I gotta be honest. Like, typically, I try not to worry about the stuff, and you know, I'm very cognizant of this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But I, this is, I'm actually a little bit concerned for you. Yeah, is, is right. everything all right with Casey? Uh, he's doing okay. Um, Are you guys having trouble at home? Uh, yeah. Uh, I just, I have to be honest, the email really got to me. Really? It kind of scared me. So <laughs> this is about the email? Yeah, once he wrote that email, I realized that you were trying to write really mean, like, texting, really, um, really couldn't bring the word rubber meets the road when it's a break. I saw something, and I'm saying something. See something, say something. That's what New York's motto is. Or yeah. that's Subway. Because it's terrorism. 
it's crazy. Uh, 9-11 up there. Um, so yeah. that's when the World Trade Center was hit by so this is, you think that that could be a consequence of what's happening? I think so. With, te- with what you believe, so let's play this out. Your <laughs> theory is that a second 9-11 could happen because Palestinians <laughs> are stealing children. Is that really what you're saying? These are some major, alley- and coming from me, this is like really bad. Like, this is, I'm concerned for you. And it sounds like you're letting, it sounds like this Punk the Kid 69 is actually just your problem to personify by the one one person. You said yourself you were having troubles at home. And you just glossed over it so fast because you didn't want to talk about it. And why is that? Well, your personal relationship is getting in the way no. of what's important. The only thing that's getting this in the podcast. way of this podcast. Listen, this is bigger than the podcast. I'm not letting 9-11 Did Raising Arizona have anything to do with this? Yes, this is the causality. This is what made you start to think, I've seen people like this. I yes. When I saw them take that kid, he climbed up that ladder and took a kid, I said, that could happen in real life. I know, look, look at the last news you did. We did Dog and Drop It Up, right? How many times could you say the phrase, that could happen in real life in Dog Oh, it is. That guy going on a boat on a beach party or riding in the Jeep on King Dexter's Leap. None of those things are going to happen in real life. Yeah. This movie is filled with a conspiracy of religious persecution that went back there to Anton. And Anton knew about Esther's all Jewish, by the way, just to begin with. Some real excuse from your guy, I mean, Samuel Jaguar. I'm going to start investigating. Are you still seeing your marriage counseling? Yeah. Okay. Look it up if you want to read 911 I'm stopping 911 2. I'm going to my way how you read this podcast. This podcast is not appealing to anyone. How's Dave doing in school? He's good? Dave Smith hasn't been. For what? He's home firecrackers and he said Firecrackers? <laughs> he said my dad thinks nine eleven came and he's in his part of the world to talk to Taylor about it. Did he get arrested? Yes. Oh my god. That's terrible. That's the new thing with Sarah Google. That's Sarah Google's the one who arrested him. And we were in his office and he had one of these like table doors off and I saw his address. And I saw I saw the movie the movie inspected me. And I was like, uh, I'm taking my degree in that. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm not sold at all. And I actually think that you're. Well, I'm a little entertaining. I've written this week. I'm going to have pictures. Look forward to that. Uh, recording. We'll try and post some of that on our Instagram account. I'm also going to have <coughs> a GPS map. I've just been a little bit in shock because I'm worried for my Because you're worried about the cops using these kids to cause terrorism? I, uh, I want to move on. Uh, let's talk about... Uh, I 
I will say that I did do other things for this too. Um, I told you, by the way, too, man. This is actually this is really awkward now that you realize after what you just said with your little stories. Um, so I I decided to kidnap a child. But it was only for a little bit. It was only for about six hours. I just wanted to see how quick it would take for the cops to get there. And uh, it was fast. It was really fast. It was like a half hour because it was my neighbor's kids and they lived right next door. And they shared a wall with us so they could view it. They can hear this so much. On the other side of the wall, talking. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to be a sex tape over his mom until he was destroying video games and chatting. And they heard, and then they came over. And yeah, I'm obviously I'm really emotional about all this. Uh, I'm really emotional about it because I felt bad because I thought I was just I realized this time that I I think I took it too far because the the mom was screaming, she's crying. Um, obviously she felt Obviously, I got. That's actually why I asked you to send me some money so that I could bury myself. I thought that was weird. Yeah. You said uh, tonight the AM saying that I'm only. I was gonna pay you back. Five hundred bucks. I was gonna pay you back. And I did it just because yeah. I was in the backseat of the van and your vibrations of the phone were potentially revealing me, so I just went with the two thing about that. Um. In that moment, yeah. I was but what I tried to say me from what you said, you, I'm disgusted. I mean, that kind of hurts. That really hurts my feelings. I don't care if I beat you in the You but stole a kid. So you just, I was you just pulled me a to blow me off. But you gave me $500, sucker. I want back. So, like, you think you're so great? Yeah. I want my money back. Wait, wait, you're telling me this is blindsiding tactics. I'm not blindsiding anyone. You're blindsiding me. You stole a kid. I just told you. The I didn't steal him. Where am I borrowed? The enemies are. I borrowed, borrowed a child to see how long it takes to talk to you. Are you a cop? Are you a cop? Are you a cop? Did you call yourself? Is that why they were there so fast? I tried to be a cop. Did you? Yeah, they wouldn't let me. Really? Yeah. Because the thing that's really less dangerous. I was too short. You're too short? Yeah. That's why? That's what they say. I didn't know that was what they say. I was thinking like Lucas is five three. I'm five ten. I know. I I don't get it. Hmm. You blindsided me again. You stole a kid. No, I didn't. 
I bought a car. I bought him. Interesting. If I called you way earlier, you'd be on the side of justice instead of being injustice by everything. I look. I did what I had to for this podcast because I regret it. Yes, I do. I have a court date coming up in a few weeks that I'm really terrified about. Really? Uh, I my lawyer says I'm looking at fifteen minimum. Uh, really? Yeah, and I'm actually kind of freaking out about it. Uh, I'm gonna present my case. I I fired my lawyer shortly after I hired him because I told him why I did this, and he mocked me and ridiculed me and told me that there's no chance that that's gonna fly in court. And so I fired him because he doesn't have the devotion to this podcast that I do. Right. And so I'm going to present my case to the court. I'm going to do it myself like Mr. Smith in Washington. It's going to be Mr. Ben in New York City, the state of the city of New York versus Ben Oldersett. And I am going to. I'm going to win. Ben. Yes, you will yes. lose. I can. You will lose. I can. If you do that, you will be behind bars, and the entire country will be afraid of your life. That actually does sound like an interesting I would really listen to that podcast. I think you get to Being a commitment would be hard, but I think you get to that. I have to bring up the fact that in three episodes, <laughs> you brought harm to children in two of them. I didn't. There was no harm, no foul. You never shot Ryan the first time. No, I didn't. He was on the other side of the room. Didn't even come close. He was at least 10 feet away from the door. You almost killed the kid with a bear in the head. Okay, that's, I mean, this episode is pretty much fun. Um, we had Doritos and played video games. It was fine. Ben, is this he had a great time. Do you think that some of your crazy actions may have been the result of um, do I think that that's a reason for why I wrote a separate stream? I mean, it was just one vacation. It was just two weeks in Dubai. But yeah, it did have a big effect on me. The vacation in Dubai. Yeah, it was a bummer. Like, how many water parks can you go to? (laughs) But it did, you're right, it had an effect on me. And, and yeah, so I'm trying to do a little more with my life because that just. Maybe. Well, if actually, you know what? If there are any lawyers who are fans of this podcast, because I really don't want to deal with someone who's gonna, you know, uh, call me a fucking jagoff uh, or a dumb 
stupidest person that they've ever, the stupidest client that they've ever had. You're not paying for that. I'm not gonna. You know what's funny about that? That your lawyer, I I know that your dad's a big CPA and all that, but still, is actually is actually your cousin. Yeah. Your cousin is the one who called you a drag ass. Yeah, I think so. It's kind of funny that even your own family is blaming you for the ideas that you're generally coming up. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, your family's usually gonna hate it. I mean, oh wait a minute, you don't know. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he does some. I mean, he's he's a couple of different times where he's a defense lawyer, so. What? Casey hasn't talked with you about this. Yeah. Me and Casey haven't told me anything, but uh-huh. I get told that it's stop keeping secrets from me, and okay. that's kind of why we're married to them. So I'm like, hey, Casey, yeah, that's when you're like, stop making a lawyer. I don't know why Casey's stupid. Doctor, still doesn't think I could do that. Okay, well, you you might be doing some things soon. I mean, he's off my job. So no worries. He's off my job, so he's uh, he might be going under yours. I, okay, I, maybe not. No, it's not a, he's not a prosecutor, he's a, uh, sometimes he does some divorce, uh, divorce? I mean, that's just one of the many things. Is divorce? Yeah, yeah. That's just one of the many things he does. I mean, he's kind of an all-around lawyer. I'm not insinuating anything, I just think you can sit down and have a real talk with Casey, okay? He's lying, okay? He's, he's called me, he's lying. Why does everyone out to get me? Nobody. Why does everyone out to get me? Nobody's out to get you. Nobody's out to get you. This is the first I'm hearing of this. The first two episodes, you were chill. You were so chill. Everything was going so well. What has happened in these last two weeks? Does Raven Arizona really affect you? No, it wasn't Raven Arizona. It's Tulsa Christmas Town. Ever since December 11th. Alex, it wasn't Tulsa Christmas. Yes, it was. It wasn't Tulsa Christmas. On Saturday. Ask Casey if this started at Tulsa Christmas. Or ask her if it started 10 years ago, when you first got married. No, when you first started. Ask her. Ask her. Ever since I got back to your my wife. life has gone down on me. Talk to your wife. I don't know what I can't get out of. Talk to her. Every night you're not home. He told you. He told no, you I'm not there. Your client escapes the room every night. You <laughs> Every single night. I gotta keep my mindset. You, you just, I see it on Instagram. You're posting photos every <laughs> night of you, of you like holding the trophy for getting the, the key for getting the, out of the room. I go in the Lincoln Group. They need one more full spot, and there's an attendant spot. So I get a discount, right? You say you're, you walk in and you say, "I'm a ringer. You don't want me." And you know what place that I always hold up? I always hold the place where it says they couldn't have done it without me. You know what? It's true. My my mind wants to know you. You want to understand. My philosophy teacher, Dalton, Mr. Dalton, he said that I was the most genius kid he has ever touched. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Um, we'll this, is, next week. this has been Movie Logic. I believe next week we're doing Blank Check. Isn't that exciting? Good. I need to remind you that I phoned it out and everyone's going to know it and my wife is happy. Alright, fair enough. So, blank check next week. Uh, we are Cal Brown Comedy on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, 
Uh, we've got another podcast called Give It a Try, uh, where I am currently trying to convince Alex to uh, endure survival. Oh, it's going to be fun. Super. So uh, listen to those episodes. We'll get them posted uh, mostly every Tuesday. So, all right. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Bye.